Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Her Soulful Success Podcast. I am Diana Ricciotti, certified coach of NLP, certified timeline therapy practitioner, business mentor, and the girl who went from corporate climbing to solopreneur, replacing her full-time income working part-time hours in her business while juggling mum life. But you, my friend, can call me D because I know quite literally that we're going to become business besties. This space is for you to escape into away from the crazy hustle in your business and life to get your weekly mindset fix, your business boost, your realignment with the highest and best version of yourself and your dose of self-development. All ingredients that I believe for a soulfully successful business where abundance and fulfillment go hand in hand. Whether you're doing the nine to five grind and dreaming about there being something more out there for you, whether you're wanting to explode your side hustle, or you are already a business owner feeling maybe a little lost, stuck or overwhelmed, this podcast is designed to speak to your soul. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's podcast and level up your mindset so that you can begin living your best life. Hello, business bestie, and welcome to episode four of Her Soulful Success podcast. Today, I have another really special guest on the show, the lovely Steph Mansour, a registered life coach who specializes in anxiety. She helps women from all walks of life, mums, single mums, single women, women in relationships or marriages who are feeling stuck in their anxiety and are wanting to break through and feel empowered again. I personally have had a terrible experience with anxiety, mainly due to lack of knowledge about what it actually is and just not getting the right support around it. Although we are definitely having more open and honest conversations about mental health, I personally believe there is always much more work that can be done in debunking myths about anxiety and removing the stigma attached to seeking help when experiencing it. Steph is a wonderful example of a woman who is creating impact in this area and also a fellow solopreneur, but in her business. I'm so excited. So let's dive into this episode now. Hello, Steph. So awesome to have you on. So anxiety is something that I think we all struggle with at some point in our lives, which is why I felt so compelled to bring you on the show today. I actually believe that it is a normal, natural response of the body um, and mind just working together to protect us from danger. However, anxiety can also be such a debilitating human experience when it gets out of hand. So could you tell us a little bit about your story and how you came to helping women who suffer from anxiety and a little more about your business and your purpose? I'm so excited to share this. Of course. Firstly, thank you so much for having me on and congratulations on starting your podcast series. I'm so thrilled for you. I I guess I landed here, so I believe it was nothing short of where I'm meant to be and what I'm meant to be doing. Being clinically diagnosed with anxiety and an eating disorder at age 19 kind of, I guess, made me realize where I was at the prime of my life where I should have been. So it was one of the most traumatic experiences I've had to endure. And Mm. for me, my turning point was when my mum one day came in to get me out of bed and I just simply said to her, you know what, mum, leave me in bed to die. Like I became so consumed, you know, my mind, my thoughts, I became suicidal 
suicidal and I just essentially thought that was my only out. Mm -hmm. So I guess I've had my share of time with psychologists and psychiatrists and just receiving, you know, an abundance of medical treatment as well. It did help. But however, if I fast forward to today, it's, you know, hindsight is a wonderful thing. And it's just allowed me to like look back and think before other women even get to that point of a sheer breakdown, how do I prevent that? Like mm. what's in my control? And then I kind of fell here. Like it just something in my mind exploded. And I thought, you know what, um, I'm going to use these experiences and this trauma and just hope that that empowers other like-minded women to reach out and, you know, allow me to take them on that much calmer and aligned journey. And yeah, so the more I entertain that, thought and that idea the more aligned I felt to you know myself and my purpose and exactly where I wanted to go and take this whole experience wow thanks so much Steph for first of all being so vulnerable and sharing that story with us and I know that you also know that I have had my experience which is always quite a scary one with anxiety as well back in 2016 having four panic attacks where I was hospitalized and everybody experiences anxiety so differently and I just love when women like you use their suffering and share from their wounds not their scars and use what you've learned and your transformation to empower other women to also be vulnerable and obviously talk and feel like you've created this wonderful space for women to get up and talk about their anxiety but then also that there's hope and that there's help Mm. and there's something that you can do about it and Mm -hmm. it also absolutely it resonates with me when you talk about you know getting that mental health support the traditional way and how important that is but it's like a stepping stone to all of this preventative work that you mm. almost have to do for them the rest of your life for you to live as much as possible and anxiety free in the in the debilitating way anyway in a life without it so wow thank you so much for sharing that with us but can you tell us in your the way that you understand the way you explain to clients and that you work with what actually is anxiety and where does it come from and why do we experience it? That is a very good question. So I guess, you know, in really simple terms, anxiety is basically like our body's natural response to uh, fighting fear or trauma or stress. And, you know, when we go into overwhelm and the unknown, so the unknown of like what's coming or what we're about to, you know, go into, whether it's an experience or an event, we, I guess, can experience anxiety for a number of reasons. So, for example, whether it's physical and or emotional abuse or substance abuse, relationships, marriages, and just, you know, everyday parenting and challenges and pressures you know there's so many factors and it's not never just one thing and everybody kind of gets I guess triggered by different parts as well and Mm -hmm. so more generally speaking I guess because we simply don't have control over a situation or an upcoming event more often due to past traumas that we haven't actually dealt with Mm -hmm. even if we think we have so it's kind of like it's stuck in your subconscious mind but they those thoughts can actually eventually affect everything we do especially when we experience you know triggers associated associated with those anxieties or feelings well you know that I am absolutely obsessed with subconscious mind work and I would like to know more from your perspective about anxiety triggers what are anxiety triggers so triggers are I guess there are many and they are essentially what kicks off our anxiety and they can range from things like our own negative thought patterns and overthinking financial issues or problems we encounter at any given moment especially now is a great example with 
COVID, social events, people that suffer from social anxiety and stress is probably the biggest one I see more than anything. And that's more so related to personal triggers. So whether it's again, like a past event or situation that's made you feel helpless and anxious. And at the time you've pretty much, if you experience something in the now, in the present that triggers those exact feelings that you associated with what you were feeling at the time, you tend to kind of sink back into that hole and those bad memories start flooding back. So again, you know, we talk about subconscious mind. It's something you put to the back of your mind, like, oh yeah, I'll do with that later and I'm fine. But Mm -hmm. then in the here and now, something could trigger that or bring those feelings back up again. And then that's when we know, okay, we've got got to manage this. We've got work to do. When those triggers come to light and when you are feeling triggered, uh, what advice can you give the audience around managing those triggers? And I'd love to hear even further, just a little of a perspective on something that might be relevant for us today. We just spoke about COVID, you know, how do we manage triggers around COVID and what's happening in the world today? What's your advice? And I'm sure that you've had clients with these questions as well, whether they're in business in COVID or just trying to manage life with COVID. What is some advice around managing triggers at the moment in that situation? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess the best part is for us to know that they're not here to stay. So these triggers and managing them is something I've learned over time myself that they're not here to stay. So whether it be, for example, you know, starting a journal and I'm huge on this because keeping track over time what our feelings and triggers are then we can work through the patterns and the courses and you know work on removing them so that's a huge one and then seeking help that's another big plus so whether Mm -hmm. that's with a counselor or a psychologist or the obvious one a life coach Mm -hmm. there's always going to be help and in terms of where we're at today and we mentioned COVID quite a bit we I guess this teaches us to have to be more agile and vulnerable when possible like it's okay that we don't have all the answers we don't need to feel a sudden rush of I should have seen this coming or you know what am I going to do now and think the worst like Mm -hmm. if we look next door to our neighbor for example we're like they're in the same boat as me they're feeling great they I see them every morning they're happy why aren't I feeling like this so I guess it gives us some time to self-reflect and go if they're in this pandemic like I am what can I do or what can I learn from this or what do I need to change and go back and think is this gonna really harm me is this hurting me is there something I could do about this Mm -hmm. and nine times out of ten you know just reflecting will give you some answers as opposed to just going into that fight or flight mode and another really good one is just simply like if you exercise it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to mean like lifting heavy weights and training for two hours at the gym every single day it could just be a simple walk in nature in the sun um, listening to your favorite tunes or going to yoga whatever it means for you to just maintain your physical health which then in turn will help you manage your mental health yeah absolutely such great advice there and I can absolutely also relate to I I love that question you asked around what is there to learn from this or what can I learn and going to self-reflection because that allows you to calm your mind and go into a responsive mode instead of a reactive mode and when you're there you can kind of create better solutions for yourself that are not fear-based wow really great tips there thank you so much Steph. now obviously this podcast is all about running your business starting your business growing your business we have a lot of business babes tuning in and I think we can all safely say that business has the potential to trigger your anxiety massively what are some of the ways we can manage anxiety when running our business yes so I'm gonna say that probably the three biggest ways that come to my mind and in this sequence would be to address it prepare Mm -hmm. for it and then choose your focus so Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is you know now more than ever we're seeing huge shifts in businesses due to the pandemic so whether you've been running your own business for years or you're just starting out or you've been employed by 
by someone for a short or a long time, whatever your story, I don't think anyone was prepared for the current state we're in where the econ- or where the, even the economy is, right? So, you know, redundancies are in full swing across major corporate businesses and cost cutting and budgeting and, you know, most lean estate right down to the last dollar. So again, I would say that with this, we need to address where our business and our role or our career is heading in line with the times mm-hmm. and then prepare ourselves mentally and physically for what our next steps look like for us. Like what do we, you know, what do we personally need to do with that? And then choose your focus. So the best example I guess I could give is focusing on not having a job won't get you one or Mm -hmm. focusing on finding the job will allow you to do exactly that, to find it. You know, finding or actively looking for a job is having a job in itself. And, you know, one thing I don't think people talk about too much is letting go. And when I say letting go, it's like letting go of the stigma around how strong and resilient we must be and that seeking help is known to be weak. You know, it it takes a lot of more strength, I feel, to to get that help, to seek Mm. that help. And then put some things into play like reframe the way you're thinking and reframe your focus and you know we speak about uh, with my clients sometimes business pivoting and what that means and how we can put that into practice and be ready for a pivot so when something like this does it's like okay we got to be digital now because we might not be working from home or we're not around people as much and you know what do I need to do then to adjust yeah I love that and again it comes it goes back to um, coming from a place of responding to your anxiety rather than reacting to it and where I'm all about where you place your focus and obviously anxiety stems from fear and when you're focusing on fear of the future and you're placing a lot of focus there and obviously there's a lot you know there's enough triggers even just from watching the news at the moment to focus on to focus on only you know fear of what's going to happen in the future and the uncertainty but it is all within your control to change that focus towards solutions and what you can do from here and there's just as much there's such an abundance of entrepreneurs and women in business and men also of course that have pivoted their businesses because they went into a responsive mode rather than into a reactive mode place their focus on solutions and have created if not more success in their business so it is possible for you i absolutely love that advice and the other thing you said which kind of ties into my next question here is around taking that stigma away from getting help and what that actually means and that it actually does take courage to look inwards and deal with your anxiety and and your focus on fear because you have Mm -hmm. to first admit that's what you're focusing on for when i i mean the reason why i had so many panic attacks in one year and i I allowed it to sort of continue to spiral out of control was because I had the mentality and the belief system that I had to be strong that you know women in my position at my work couldn't afford to be stressed or have panic attacks or take time off work Mm -hmm. I was in a leadership role I was in a leadership role not just at work but in life as well that's you know the the identity that I was attached to was part of my ego like I was (laughs) the type of person that would look after everybody else people couldn't look after me and the more that you stay in that belief system and don't realize how damaging that is for you, the longer that your anxiety will continue on. So absolutely, I love the message around, you know, it's brave to actually look inwards and get that help Mm -hmm. and admit that you are not always going to be, you know, able to look after everybody else. And and that is actually okay. In fact, it's amazing that you can speak up and create that space for other women and men to step up and also talk about that anxiety. Now, yeah, so good. I 
personally, I mean, everyone experiences anxiety differently. And I know with anxiety, panic attacks, usually, you know, the extreme outcome. And once you've had mm-hmm. one, I I also know from experience that you are also then living in fear of having another one, which just creates more panic attacks. Yes. Have you had experience with panic attacks yourself? And if so, what uh, advice do you give women who might be suffering panic attacks? Uh, and then when I say advice, I mean both post attack and during attack. What what would your advice be how to manage panic attacks? Yes. So I have absolutely had my fair share of panic attacks. You know, for me, it was so severe that it would be almost like you felt like you were having a heart attack. I thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's firstly people like yourself, even that actually help without realizing, you know, you experience these panic attacks and then you knew that with that you wanted to, you know, get help and you needed the help. Right. So you showed up, you put yourself first, which I think majority of the time encourages others to do the same. And, you know, you mentioned about how we've got to be women have this again stigma around we've got to be leaders we've got to you know clean the house manage kids we've got to you know just show up 24 7 be resilient but sometimes it's just like you know what i need help i need to kind of get from point a to point b and that's just too hard for me to do that on my own i think help is definitely paramount to managing panic attacks without the right help i I don't know that most of the time not all the time but most of the time you can effectively manage your attacks to the point where they no longer significantly affect your life and to be clear help can be both externally or personally so therefore you know if you seeking professional help or helping yourself by actually recognizing you're having one and then I like to kind of go you know during the attack have I'm having a panic attack I'm going to close my eyes and then start practicing breathing exercises you know picturing what your happy place is whether that's the beach or the park or you know with a significant other and then you know step by step until you feel that tension ease it's like you kind of come to look around you and then actively spot you know three things you can hear or two things you can smell and then one thing you can taste it just brings you back to being in that moment and then post the attack it's going to sound funny but you kind of need to celebrate it's like I got through that so Mm -hmm. I'm going to go now and do whatever (laughs) it means for me to say good on you Steph or good on you Deanna or good on you whoever I got through it and I know I've can I because I got through it that time I'm going to be able to get through it again if that happens again so it's always important to say yes like good on me just bring it back to you yeah really great advice and everyone also has has different symptoms when they're having panic attacks and some of the most common ones are difficulty breathing feeling like you've got you know tightness in your chest for some people it's like a very strong physiological response it's physical you can feel it which is why when you first experience a panic attack it's so confusing and why you might think it's a heart attack or a brain aneurysm I used to think like I didn't know what was happening to my body because when we think of anxiety attacks honestly I just thinking it's something mental that like there's a physical response from it which is why it's so important for us to talk about this like no there is an actual physical (laughs) response in your body and that that can stem from panic attacks when I went to the hospital and they told me that I was having a panic attack after having an ECG done and like quite literally saying to the staff I'm about to die of a heart attack and the doctor just looked at me after and said you had a panic attack I said I'm sorry you're wrong like this is crazy and Mm -hmm. it's because I didn't have the education behind what a panic attack was I didn't understand even what anxiety really was the response and the the response and the hormones that are released in my body and what they're intended Mm -hmm. to do um so absolutely like you said knowledge around what anxiety is 
from professionals and from people that specialize in anxiety. Obviously, there's a world of knowledge online as well is your first step to truly understanding what you're dealing with. I loved yep. your tips on post-attack. My personal tip on during an attack is also downloading. I don't know if you if you think that this would be helpful or if you've done this before, but yep. downloading your thoughts during a panic attack yep. because when you're focusing on something else, like putting a pen to paper, it really helps subside some of the physical symptoms and, and changes your focus Absolutely. really quickly. Yeah. 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 And then you might tend to find, you know, some themes in that. And then it's like you kind of can, I guess, pull them together and go, all right, what am I going to do next time? Like, what what is it that obviously this keeps coming up? So what's one huge way that I can actually manage this moving mm-hmm. forward? And then to the point where it obviously just won't become you know, something that will cue or something that will bring on a panic attack. It might just be, you know, a passing feeling and you're like, oh yeah, you know, I've come, this has come up a few times before. I know exactly what to do now. Yeah, 100%. Oh, I love that, Steph. So good. I hope this is, and I know, I should say, I know this is going to be super helpful to our audience. Now, oh, I'm glad. you are such an amazing example of turning your passion into a niche service-based business and creating impact in a way that is aligned with your values. What tips do you have for women that also have a story to share or perhaps something they have recovered from, something all their friends go go to them for, but don't know where to start? Okay, this is probably one of my favorite questions that I get asked sometimes like in a similar way. And I just say a hundred times over to share it. Just share, share, share. Like we have, like I said before, so we have no idea what anyone else's story is, right? Like all we know is that for certain, everyone has has a story but we don't know what that story is mm-hmm. so you know when we all go home at night we close our doors not one other person outside of that house really knows what happened mm-hmm. so you know we can't always say oh i i think this or i am assuming this it just it, it's never for certain so i guess by sharing your story either on you know social media or through a blog or a talk or you know like we're doing now through a podcast like you just never know who you're truly helping so you never know what answers you're going to give to someone else who actually needs them but doesn't have that confidence to stand up for themselves or to go actively seeking for those answers you know you could be the reason that someone's life actually completely changes and so I just encourage people to step into your higher self and just help others do the same so you know one person can definitely make a difference but I believe together you know you can you can you can rock the world like it's just I can't yeah I can't emphasize enough how important it would be to share whether it's you know your story or encouraging a friend to do the same or even you know if you had a friend that said oh it's happy for you to share their story on their behalf it's just like I said you never know whose life you're going to touch and who's going to wake up that next morning going you know what that resonated with me so well yesterday she used to be here and now she's here or he used to be here and now I want to get to that point and you know it, it just kicks off amazing so I'm hearing also creating that space again um, being yeah. brave enough to turn what is most important to you into your life's work and by mm-hmm. doing that you're also creating the space for other people to do the same exactly like I only hold the space but it's it's, you know, my clients that are actually doing the hard work. So it's just me giving them that sense of peace, that calm, like this space is just us, purely confidential. You know, you can show up, you can cry, you can scream, whatever it is, but I'm just holding it. It's them that show up, do the hard work, are super brave. And, you know, and it's an honor to me. You've chosen me to be your coach to help you get to that next point where you want to be out of everybody else. And, you know, you're being your most raw self with me as well and probably telling me things or we work on things that you 
may have never told anybody else before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that to me is something that's very special and I commend all my clients on that. And I think that also, like a lot of people ask, like, what's the difference between a coach and a therapist, for example, or a coach yep. and a psychologist? And I encourage when it comes to mental health to seek advice from both and help from both yep. because, you know, with anxiety and other mental health illnesses, you want to rule out things like chemical imbalances and any underlying Absolutely. medical issues. Yep. You might want to work with your doctor and a psychologist as well. But mm-hmm. what's missing from that element as well is the that personal touch, that space where you feel safe, where you are connecting yep. with somebody else like you do with a coach and someone that's actually quite emotionally invested in you, which is what a coach yes. is as opposed to a therapist or a psychologist who is there just to complete the clinical work. So I love like when it comes to mental health issues, really looking at it as a holistic approach and integrating both mm-hmm. and getting that initial health and help and support. But then I always say mindset is a muscle. Your mental health obviously can be influenced heavily by your mindset as well. In order to sustain a healthy mindset, work with a coach, prevent your anxiety from, you know, popping up in life again. And yeah, yeah, yeah I absolutely, absolutely love that. Steph, how can our audience find you? Where can they find you? How can they work with you? Tell us a little bit more about your business and yeah, where where our audience can get on board with some of the things that you do. Yeah, absolutely. So you can catch me on Instagram or on Facebook. I also have email and my services are range from, I should say, you know, we've got booster sessions. So one-on-one where people kind of reach out as and when they feel they need it. So we may have already completed a program together and then mm-hmm. they just kind of prop up like you said we you know when our anxiety starts to creep in again so I do those as and when and then I have a six-week program so we go through kickstarter to basically kicking anxiety so let's get started let's get straight into it and what does that look like and you know really touching on in more depth what we spoke about today around triggers and around support networks and really creating sustainable change mm-hmm. so implementing a lifestyle as opposed to you know like you said something really clinical and just ticking boxes and one-on-one mentorship so we go through that over a 12-week program and that just looks more personal whereby working with my client on exactly what it is that they want to I guess get some support on and going through rewiring their mindset to improve their overall mental health and well-being you know challenging those existing thought patterns clearing emotional blocks techniques to remaining to maintaining I should say grounded and resilient approaches to life in general mm-hmm. and just taking taking it that one step further so that wherever women are in a walk of life, whether it's they're a mum or they're single, coming out of a relationship or in a relationship that's no longer serving them, it can be, you know, a range of things that it's, yeah, it's specifically tailored to that, tailored to that one-on-one personal approach. Wow, that sounds amazing. And, you know, when it comes to anxiety and, and programs as well, we don't just want to survive, we want to thrive. So it's not just about, you know, over coming anxiety but it's like Mm -hmm. how is that what's that going to mean for my life and so I love how you integrate that into a program where there are some goals there there's some results there there's a transformation that's going to be more meaningful in your life and it's actually going to have a beautiful outcome for you whether it's in business or family like you said oh amazing and we're obviously going to pop all of your information and any relevant links in our show notes so head on over to those ladies if you want to follow Steph get in touch with her I know she is easy and approachable if you have any questions just drop her a direct message 
message. So lovely to have you on, Steph. This has been just yeah, so valuable uh, and I think is going to impact and serve so many women in our audience. Thank you so much for being on today. Thanks, Jay. It's been awesome and I hope to chat to you again soon. Thanks, Absolutely. Everyone. Thank you, guys. I hope you have a lovely rest of the day wherever you're at and we will catch you in the next episode. Hold up, girlfriend. Before you go, I have a gift for you. I'm giving away a free three-day event where I teach you live how to overcome your fears of starting a business and discover your profitable niche. I know firsthand how overwhelming it might feel to know you want to share your gifts with the world and create impact, but feel overwhelmed with where to start. Which of your passions are going to result in profits while at the same time feeling fearful of failure and lacking certainty within yourself and your abilities? So I wanted to help declutter your mind, help you reconnect with your soul so that not only is your business going to result in wealth, but also happiness. In this course, you'll receive strategy as well as mindset exercises that will help you literally rewire your brain and ditch your negative thought patterns that are currently holding you back. Even if you already have a business, this course will be sure to provide you with some serious value. Oh, I'm sorry. And did I mention that I have got a $2,000 giveaway out for grabs? You have to join the course and participate in order to find out how to enter the chance to win a $2,000 breakthrough package with me. The only criteria is that if you loved this podcast and what it's all about, you hit the subscribe button, then share the podcast with your friends in your IG story. You then head over to the podcast notes and click on the Facebook group link where the course will be live streamed. Lastly, I want you to play full out. You will have the opportunity to create instant changes in your life and business if you implement what I teach and participate in the course. So head over to the page and introduce yourself. I cannot wait to meet you in the group. Hey, business bestie. Thank you so much for choosing to tune into the Her Soulful Success podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for all of the links, including my private Facebook group community, Passion to Profit, where I share even more free content, freebies, and live events for the ambitious business babe. If you loved what you heard today, you're going to love what I have in store for you. Everything from creating beautiful brandy, money mindset and wealth, nutrition for optimal energy and mood, to energy healing and anxiety management. I got you. I am covering like all of the things to support you on your journey to soulful success. So that you don't miss out on future episodes, don't forget to click subscribe and share the podcast with your tribe. If you share it on your socials, don't forget to tag me so that I can say hi and thank you personally. 